0: I'm Ron Gitter, and this is Truth Be Told. For balance, let me say a few things in praise of managing agents, the gatekeepers of all things co-op and condo in New York City. From all appearances, it is basically a thankless job, that is, managing the ownership of co-ops and condos, as well as acting as transfer agent for the hundreds of purchase and sale transactions that occur every day throughout the city. As my fellow travelers in Gotham know all too well, we like to complain, and managing agents are the recipients of lots of complaints. My beef involves the ever-dwindling aspect of co-op or condo purchases, that being Q&A with the property manager of the building. But let's review. When the offer on the sale of an apartment is accepted, the buyer's attorney will start the due diligence exercise, which consists of several components. Reviewing the building's most recent financials, review of the offering plan as same may have been amended over the years, and the cornerstone of apartment purchase due diligence, review of the minutes of the co-op or condo in question. The attorney or paralegal makes an appointment with the managing agent, and the minute book or folder is presented to the reviewer for his or her consideration. Now, the quality of the minute taking varies tremendously from building to building and from managing agent to managing agent. The larger institutional managing agents will generally have an orderly set of minutes which will evidence co-op or condo boards meeting monthly or close to it. Smaller buildings and smaller managing agents can present a chaotic collection of documents that comprise the board meetings with some boards meeting infrequently and with inexplicable gaps in the minutes. Sometimes those gaps are created when managing agents change and the new managing agent's representative throws up his or her hands and expresses the usual refrain. We just took over and this is all we have. When that happens, the most recent set of minutes could be six months old or older. Now even when the minutes are organized and present a laborious history of all of the board's activities, There are issues raised in the minutes that require further inquiry. The cost of a capital improvement, an environmental problem, perhaps a troublesome unit owner in close proximity to the unit being purchased. As you can see, it is imperative that the buyer's attorney be able to follow up with the managing agent to bring the status of matters in the building up to date after review of the minutes. This update in the old days was done by a telephone call to the account executive for the building, who grudgingly answered the attorney's questions. But in modern-day due diligence, the Q&A is usually affected by submitting a questionnaire for a fee. A fee that can range from $150 to $350. Even after the questionnaire is completed, however, there still may be unanswered questions that will require further Q&A with the property manager. And here's where my beef shows up. There is a disturbing trend among several of the larger managing agents to decline answering any due diligence questions. This dome of silence started several years ago when one of the managing agents was acquired by a property management company with national reach. One day they were answering questions and suddenly a new no-talk policy. Many of my colleagues know who I'm referring to. Over the past year, at least two more institutional managing agents have refused to answer any questions. As a result of this clamming up, the buyer's attorney is limited to review of the minutes and review of what's called the generic questionnaire. That disclosure document contains very basic, non-sexy stuff about the building's metrics, such as the number of units, the monthly carrying charges for the unit in question, the balance of the outstanding mortgage, monetary reserves, and other basic information usually required by the lender, but nothing of any real significance. So what's the big deal? Well, a potential buyer has been cut off from access to the most current information about the building in question and is forced to make a very large financial decision based upon the limited information presented in the minutes. In many cases, those minutes have been sanitized by the board, Its managing agent, or by counsel. In those buildings that allow the managing agent to refuse to answer questions, a buyer will have no way of knowing whether there is anything on the immediate horizon, either related to the finances or physical well being of the building, that might cause the buyer to take a pass on the transaction. In essence, the buyer is buying blind. So why would a managing agent adopt such a restrictive policy? the answer can be summed up in one word, liability. If the managing agent does not provide any information beyond what's presented in the minutes, then the managing agent can't be held liable for material mistakes or omissions that might have been made in responses to the questions of the buyer's attorney. And mistakes are made all the time. Here's a hypothetical. The building intends to require a placement of windows by a purchaser. It's a new policy not yet presented in the minutes. When asked about whether windows will have to be replaced, the property manager indicates that there is nothing planned. The buyer closes and finds out that windows will have to be replaced at a cost of $2,000 a window, and there are 10 windows in the apartment. This can and does happen with alarming frequency. After suffering through a lawsuit or two, you can see why a managing agent would get to the point Where answering questions, even for a large fee, is just not worth the potential liability. From the managing agent's perspective, it makes tremendous sense. From the buyer's perspective, it's scary. Very, very scary. Each co-op or condo has its own unique set of pluses and minuses. It's not easy to convey the level of complexity that now confronts many buildings whether it's a financial crisis, expected capital work, neighborhood developments, or ongoing material litigation. Without access to the property manager for what was the usual due diligence wrap-up, potential buyers are left with a huge gap in knowledge about the building. That informational abyss can come back to create serious ownership problems once the deal is concluded. Considering the financial risk to the buyer, It simply amazes me that a buyer is willing to go forward with an apartment purchase without knowing material information about the building he or she is buying into. Hopefully this diminishing transparency is a trend that will pass. If not, buyers will have to carefully consider whether to go forward with a purchase in a building where the managing agent refuses to provide up-to-date information before the contract is signed. That's all I have on this at the moment.